Hello and welcome to MVP the Master's Voice podcast from mediabrief.com. Very very happy that this is going to be uh, a podcast that will come out in both uh, video and the audio platforms and formats and I have with me today this singular gentleman the single most awarded leader in the media marketing advertising space enterprise space one of the best and i would say greatest enablers in the space across for professionals not just in india but globally also very very self facing you know the branches that bear the maximum fruit are the ones that really bow very low to the ground and that's his humility but what always shines through everything that he says and does is the smile in his heart and his desire to help and empower my friend uh, ramesh narayan Ramesh welcome to this episode of MVP the master's voice podcast thank you pawan and a kind introduction i must say overwhelming also thank you very much lovely to be with you thank you thank you so much ramesh thanks for the time ramesh uh, media brief is about news and the latest news peg was what i was delighted to send to everybody on my whatsapp connects uh, the news was about uh, yet another golden feather in your feathers studded cap the asian federation of advertising associations afa unanimously deciding to confer the honorary life member award on as they called it industry doyen ramesh narayan so ramesh what did you think about receiving yet another award as i always say it's nice to have all this acknowledgement but i think it's important to work in a way where you have to do whatever you do immerse yourself in your work try to give all the best that you can give and i can assure you that all this recognition and all that will actually you know court you as long as you don't do work hoping to get those awards lovely lovely and you know i must say that you'd also mention that and i quote from our report that you know ramesh said i accept this recognition with humility and that's the first quality that always strikes me uh, about you and you also said you're grateful to all those who helped you serve the industry in various capacities all these years so see ramesh you are like the tiny tip of an iceberg that i see and the iceberg is gigantic right so the whole point of this conversation with you is to bring out insights that will help youngsters and your peers and you know everybody across the spectrum alike so um i want you to tell me first a little bit about your journey in your words okay we also serialized your amazing book uh, which i'll put a link to in the post also and but still please tell me a little bit walk us through your journey so far and uh, <laughs> you'll need the back of a massive 6 feet by 8 feet envelope even to give me a tiny little outline but please go ahead and make it short but you know it's telling and compelling anyways so tell us about your journey so far ramesh very very important as i always say i was not uh, you know one of those education you know loving people so i was not you know qualified to either be uh, you know an mba or some you know, mass communications or any of those things hmm. i just love to write okay and in my holidays also actually college holidays i used to work as a as a kind of you know cub reporter okay in the the indian express okay i did that i think you know four times and by a strange you know kind of a fluke after my education was over and all that i had a call hmm. you know from the express chief reporter once on a sunday hmm. and he said you know what are you doing ramesh so i said i am at home so he said look uh, the guy who had to interview this man is not there or he's not well or something so hmm. would you mind him stepping in he is the information minister of bahrain <laughs> and he is there at the taj and i'd like you to interview him okay uh, so you know, hurry up and run so i did now after the interview there was a call to this honorable minister okay and i could hear him saying oh that's so sad you know mr jain i was you know hoping to see one really good you know printing press and all that but it's all right it's okay hmm and he put the phone down so i asked him i said uh, was that in you know, a times of india jain so he said yes 
I was so keen to see a a nice newspaper and you know how it works and all that. Mm-hmm. I said, but then why don't you come to the Indian Express? It's even more you know modern because at that time the Indian Express was already on an offset. Okay. And the Times was still in hot metal. So I said, you know, come along to the Express. <laughs> so he said, you know, protocol. Uh, you know, I can't just come. I have to be invited by the head of the organization. Hmm. So I just you know called up the operator. at the indian express and i said uh, you know in a very authoritative way i said uh, i'd like to speak to ramna ji narayan here <laughs> wow he thought it's my dad you know see narayan so they said sure sir and he was on the line okay and i explained this to him and he said yes yes of course you know put him on the line mm. and he asked him to come mm. in short one week after that the editor of the express at that time you know karlekar hmm. calls me to his room and says do you know about uh, newspaper you know protocol <laughs> or not so i said what happened so he says normally invitations to all these people here in our organization correspondents come to the editor and the editor then you know says whether he is free or who is free or you know who is the best person i have an invitation from the minister of bahrain Hmm. inviting you to come to bahrain for a week wonderful <laughs> so you know what is all this about so i explained the whole thing to him and i said i'm quite you know, happy to say that i'm not free because i am not even your employee hmm. so he said no ramesh you go how nice okay so you go so only thing is that i happened to you know mention this to my dad hmm. who said okay you think you know newsprint is like free here or what <laughs> all you guys go off on these on these you know junkets and you write some stuff mm. so you see whether you can get any ads also you know and we'll do something about it okay supplement okay i didn't have a clue about it so i was you know handed over one rate card mm. and i went spent a week there happened to meet even the the emir there mm. interviewed him came back four page supplement and uh, then i said i'd like to join the indian express so i told karlekar that i would like to join you Hmm. you know i would like to join in your office as a correspondent so he said correspondent you're a kid dear you <laughs> you know you can join as a reporter okay okay and then we'll see hmm. but uh, since you are you are in you know, a fathers on the board of directors hmm. there are some like compliance issues which we'll have to do hmm. which i'll do so the next day hmm. i was asked to come to meet ramnath goenka who as you know does not meet you know reporters and uh, i mean like you know smaller employees and he said i heard about all this ramesh i also saw the ads that you've got so you can join the ad department so i said i refuse to join the ad department i want to write i want to write okay and so i told my dad i said look this is absurd so he said in those days hmm. okay this is like 83 hmm. he said you know what honestly at this time you know journalists are not at all paid well hmm. and i see that you you know enjoy these these like good things in life okay so if you join here hmm. as a writer journalist hmm. you will either be a an absolutely you know miserable guy or a very you know corrupt guy my god and i don't want either of those hmm. so why don't you write in a copy here I hear these ad agencies pay well. Hmm. Okay. And so I thought about the advertising industry. Hmm. I knew that I was eminently unemployable, so I said I'll start my own agency. And I wow. did. Amazing. How old were you? Uh, 84 means I was about 27. And your first—that's when you started your agency, and which has gone on to do so brilliantly well that. you know it's it's like a benchmark for everyone any startup even today if they want to start something they should actually go and read that beautiful tiny little book that you've written amazing which we serialized also but first tell me uh, just harking back to your story because you know in this narrative is a truckload of inspiration for everybody including me uh, how old were you when you did your first when you were kind of thrown into the fire baptized by fire uh when you were told okay you know my regular reporter hasn't come correspondent why did you go and meet the honorable minister of bahrain when was that how old were you then 25 or so you see 
in between i spent you know two years in aurangabad you know okay doing what turning around one loss making you know tennis ball manufacturing unit after that i said i don't like manufacturing hmm i have now you know turned it around so we we actually sold the company hmm. the family earned a little money out of it also hmm. then this whole thing you know started and then canco india was founded canco was i think the only advertising agency to start or to open its doors without an account wow cockiness or ignorance or just sheer bloody confidence <laughs> no 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 you know uh, the only thing that my father has ever you know said about me was he said you are not ambitious and i'm not ambitious mm. and i have always you know taken every day as it comes mm. and you know i have been as a kind of you know fatalist mm. so i feel that you know what is to be will be i will do my best all the rest is not in my hands i won't you know fret about it wow that's like taking initiative while trying to navigate whatever seas you find yourself in it's a bit of an oxymoron but amazing attitude always to have because it just keeps you positive in every circumstance yeah so i think you know positivity is an important thing hmm. and as long as you aren't saying oh god i have to do this i have to earn that i have to get this and all these things hmm. whatever you know comes your way is good and you smile yeah and like you said you know encomiums and rewards and everything will follow if your effort is absolutely honest and on point you know focused wonderful and you also said when you received this uh, afa you know being made an honorary lifetime member you said that uh, you know most importantly when i quote you said i'm blessed to have been able to build strong relationships around the world due to uh, the industry associations that you have empowered so uh, before we go on to the industry associations that you've empowered and you've done amazing work across all received lifetime achievement awards received so much okay uh, but before that tell me what is the secret to building strong relationships you know i want this episode to be full of guidance and insights for everybody who listens to it so please let me first say that you know whatever i have done hmm. and many people you know kindly say things about the the stuff i have done is actually all on account of my friends okay it's all on account of my friends mm-hmm. and other people i think you know recognize this because in in my hall of fame you know citation hmm. it ends with the fact that i know how to make friends or you know in <laughs> and influence you know people which i of course you know didn't take as a great you know compliment but you know how to make friends yes only a person who's amazing at his work delivers and is able to be effective and impactful and considerate and knowledgeable i think your work attracts the best people and they remain your friends right nobody comes to you just because you know they they like your turn of phrase or whatever because your friendships as i have seen i go to any event anywhere i speak about you refer to you and people know exactly who you are and they like so you know essentially uh, and one more thing i want to add here for my viewers and listeners is that you know Ramesh has been described as in this in the sentence it says the most awarded person in India in our space okay is also the most shy so that shyness i think is more of humility than you know being shy because when you have to say your stuff you're right up there and you thunder like rabble <laughs> so now please go ahead tell me how do you make your friends the relationships how have they stood by you okay go ahead so i'm not sure in you know, what comes first hmm. however i know that in my early early days in the advertising industry hmm. i used to love to go for all these advertising uh, kind of conferences workshops seminars because as i said i was not educated about the advertising industry so i used to learn from all these things okay. and interestingly if i had to go you know for an idea for example say in you know in the year 90 97 hmm. you know when i was a rookie hmm. i used to be in the hall along with a diary and a pen okay and i used to note down everything and seeing me once 
a guy from the Indian Express said, why don't you send us, you know, daily reports on the day at the Idesia? I was quite excited. I said, yes, I'll do that. My evenings entertainment, of course, hmm. ended with that. Because I had to sit and write every evening. Okay. And all the rest were like, you know, partying there. Hmm. And I loved writing. So through the advertising agency life, hmm. I used to have, you know, columns hmm. in the Indian Express, Business India, hmm. Hindu Business Line, in all these. So in fact, in the Indian Express, hmm. they had said at that time, hmm. that, you're far too, you know, you know, young, you know, what they meant was, you know, junior, to have your own, you know, column and to, and to, you know, write about advertising and to comment about ads and all. So do you mind if we have one kind of, you know, pseudonym for you? What? Okay. So I said, okay. Now, there itself, hmm. I was not all that, you know, keen that people should know that I'm a writer. Okay. I had to write. Hmm. Okay. So, so, you know, there was some A-A-R-E-N and all that, you know, which in those days, nobody would know, you know, who is A-A-R-E-N. They all thought it was an outdoor, you know, company. Hmm. So, after another editor came in many years later, actually, you know, Kamalendra Kanwar came as the editor. Hmm. And he said, look, in how many years have you been, you know, have you been contributing? I said, three, four years. And all. he said, okay. And the next week it had my name as a byline. Nice. Okay, so here again, I'm saying, hmm. you know, don't be in a hurry that I have to be right up there. I have to be on stage. I have to be, you know, recognized in industry affairs. Hmm. I'm old enough to, I think, you know, counsel people. Of course. I honestly say hmm. that people who enter industry association, and I've been on every industry association that our industry has hmm. and some. Okay, you have to ask yourself, why am I in this industry association? Hmm. And the answer just has to be, it has to be, I'd like to do something good for this industry Hmm. from which I have gained or I am in and I am here on account of that. Unfortunately, I'm seeing far too many people in our industry associations who probably think they are there to further their own agenda mm. to be seen up there, to be known as this, that and the other. Short term vision. Mm. You know, your citation, uh, the AFA citation also describes your role in other associations like the IAA. One more association where you've done phenomenal work, you know, and as the area director APAC, you actually endeared yourself to all the chapters in the region. And one amazing contribution of yours uh, to the collective consciousness of advertisers and marketers, marketing professionals, is, you know, that you conceived of and you created the the widely acclaimed Olive Crown Awards. And you also told me the story about uh, how you actually went ahead and said, no, let's give it a shot and get it the venue that I want. But just recount that story also. The Olive Crown Awards, uh, it was something that was needed by the R, but what gave you the idea? And uh, what was that little story on how you really brought it? So this was uh, 13 years ago. Hmm. 13 years ago, the IAA's India chapter was thinking about how do we we like you know stand out in this industry? Because you have already you know three years of I, you have the advertising club, you have all these people there who are doing an excellent job. So you know why are we here? And you know what do we do? So I you know, happen to think that look this entire thing about you know sustainability, hmm. climate control is hmm. an important thing. And thirteen years ago you had not heard about you know Greta Thunberg. You had not you know, heard of any of these people. But the IAA's managing committee was nice enough to sort of you know back me and say, go for it, you know, prepare the whole thing and see how to involve marketers and the advertising agencies in this environmental effort. And as we all know, the world loves an award. You know, show me a guy who says I hate awards and I will you know show you a liar. <laughs> so uh, the idea was that if we have a nice award, you know, that lords communication excellence in, hmm. in like, you know, communicating sustainability, hmm. 
it indirectly actually promotes sustainability. Correct. So uh, that was the idea. The venue. Tell me about the first venue. Yeah. So then the the entire you know media of course has always been you know very very nice to of course you know to us and to me. So the first you know call for entries was there. Entries came, jury, judged, all set. All we need now hmm. is an award ceremony. And three well-meaning people and influential people, and I won't name them, on our managing committee said, not to worry, Ramesh, we will be able to find somebody to sponsor. And then all three of them, unfortunately, drew a blank. So the then IAS head at that time, Kaushik Roy, told me that, look, uh, I think let's uh, I'm postpone this now, you know, Ramesh, because I can't, you know, spend an industry association's money, you know, that I don't have. And he was right. You know, he's a very, you know, responsible guy. He's a wonderful guy. Yeah. He was right. So I said, okay. And that evening, I saw one mailer saying that Goa Fest will be held and this, this, that and the other. And I said, you know, what a wonderful, you know, platform to launch the Olive Crown Awards. It even had one, you know, big white man there as a, as a kind of, you know, chief guest big whom I white. thought I could, you know, borrow. And all the agencies would be quite you know, happy about it. So, uh, I just happened to, you know, mention this to my wife and said, mm. I think I like, cracked it. So, she heard me out and said, why do you think the three A's of I and the ad club would launch the IAS award in their <laughs> award scene. Okay. So I said, you know, because I'm asking, but more importantly, it's important to have, have a close, you know, cooperation, hmm. collaboration hmm. amongst industry bodies. Absolutely. And so I asked and they said, yes. And the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, really, that was quite a coup, actually. I mean, everybody had resigned to postponing it and, you know, putting it off for a year. But then you went on and you got it actually done. And a great place at the Abbey Awards. Lovely. You know, so you had the entire, you know, entire, you know, creative community there and they were inspired after that. Ramesh, you've been a leader and a spokesperson for... And maybe I would even dare say a custodian of every conceivable association of importance across the country, across sectors and subsectors of advertising, marketing, and the entire professional space associated therewith. So, um, and let me just say that you mentioned the Triple A's of I. You were president also of Triple A's of I, the nodal body of advertising agencies in India, and you were honored with their Lifetime Achievement Award too. And when? Way, way back in 2014. I was just, I think, one year after uh, the Olive Crown Awards launched. Am I correct in that date? Yeah. And I mean, let me just also tell my listeners uh, and viewers a little more about all the great awards you've got. I mean, uh, look at this. You know, you also got, obviously, the AFA Hall of Fame. That was in 2021. You were inducted into the AFA Hall of Fame. You've been honored with the AFA Special Merit Award at Ad Asia Bali. You've been inducted into the IAA India Chapter Hall of Fame. You've been recognized as a global champion by the IAA at its Inspire Awards in London. And you've been the recipient of the IAA Honorary Membership Compass Award. Uh, you were part of a three-member, and this I really hold very, very important. You were part of a three-member Supreme Court-nominated committee to monitor government advertising in India. What was that experience like? What do you think that your three-member committee actually managed to help empower and how uh, it did so, the advertising space in India? Tell us a little about that. The objective of this was actually hmm. to ensure that Governments do not, you know, squander money on needless advertising. You see, the fundamental difference, you know, between a advertiser whom you know all of us know, private advertiser, and them, hmm. is that private sector measures out every rupee and insists on the impact hmm. of every rupee. Hmm. Government thinks hmm. it's like you know printing money. So, if some guy just says, you know, 
you put a full page ads of a north indian you know political party in the south <laughs> yeah. this was a case by the way and uh, you know it will come and so you have you know six uh, uh, full page ads coming out and the idea was who is to pay for this hmm. you and i are paying and it's not right so they said that this three person committee could actually halt those ads and say cease and desist and it was not from the central in a government so that you could at once scream and and say you know federalism is now dead and all that but it's from the highest court of this land who demands accountability from the governments all governments okay central government state governments all of them so hmm. as an idea okay i thought it was excellent okay yes implementing it was a little you know painful because the government knows you know how to you know meander along and put the best efforts into a loop mm. if it you know if it wants to but i think that we did actually you know do some good move beyond thought into action perhaps and i think uh, ideas like these are wonderful you know and they ought to be implemented you spoke about the need like you know private advertisers look at what is my return on investment what is the impact what is the measurable impact obviously without measurement you cannot you know assess gauge uh, evaluate and plan so the biggest problem that the in the indian space that i see is the lack of accurate adequate measurement uh television has bark it's an industry body created by three responsible entities and i respect the fact that it's got the thought processes and um memberships of the the broadcasters the agencies the media buyers behind it right and bark has been created and i think that it can only get better at 101% it should be allowed to and be made better uh with more investments you know more people meters whatever whatever thousands or millions of people meters that you install will not be able to actually accurately uh let's say uh interpolate the number of the people who watch television in india but the fact remains that it's a currency created by parties which are you know sort of middle of the road or kept middle of the road by the other two bodies together and it is the gold standard today you know whatever anybody might want to say in private in public they pay it the lip service which actually is the kind of service it deserves it needs their investment everybody's investment radio how much do you think it spends on measurements in those four cities the entire radio industry doesn't spend more than 2 to 3 crores is what i understand okay a year which is a pittance right there are big brands that don't want radio to be measured in all the cities because then you know what i like to believe and what is actually true will be exposed as being very very far from each other the point i'm making is measurement is not complete i was speaking with amit khanna and other great great person that i really admire respect and i'm privileged to call a friend and he is one of the creators if i may say so exaggerating to make a point uh, who drafted the kind of progress of the indian media and entertainment industry but what i'm trying to say is he also said measurement has to be across every kind of platform at every kind of and every time of day for instance ramesh you are interested in the news let's say i'm sure you are but you're a person who likes to so in the morning when you get up you'll quickly pick the newspaper then you will look at your phone on your way you might listen to a podcast or just the news on radio uh whether it's am or whatever fm doesn't allow radio news as you know and then when you go on you get to watch television people speak insta facebook social media platforms keep sharing things so across the day your consumption of news continues in your genre in your mood uh, and of state of mind and wherever you are but when you talk about news consumption every kind of publisher or news creator or platform has its own little shop and wares to peddle how does a marketer who today i mean and forget about as you know the digital and the traditional marketing they're all it's like incestuously intertwined now and they both kind of lead from one to the other perhaps right so the point is as parthasina told me that 
so find a digital guy will be able to say i can track you in the morning you did this then you were there then you were over here and i can reach you here yes you can reach me at a certain point when i'm driving or i'm being driven and i see something but i'm not in the mood to buy right point i'm trying to make is that the effectiveness of reportage or measurement on consumption of any kind of medium or format or genre rather depends on complete measurement what is the industry doing what should it do to try and get there god knows the technology is there my point is measurement is incomplete ott is not even measured not one of them is making money the platforms right and you just have to go by what they claim to be doing uh, numbers etc what is the solution you ramesh narayan the most awarded person in india and truly a captain truly a thought leader who can motivate bring people along together what would your wish list be for a rollout if you had card blanche very very long question but i just wanted to make my point across please so let me tell you first of all on the one hand one feels and happy about the fact that even years ago our industry made the right moves to actually you know set up all these things okay bark and all these things even on the other hand aski for example okay i think our industry you know led from the front and said that that we will regulate ourselves how many people do it how many other industries do it you know if you talk about mm. all the other industries none of them have any kind of you know self regulatory body like aski Oh, absolutely, and I must say that I have the highest regard for ASCII, and especially now, recently, ever since Manisha has taken over it. Absolutely, it does great work. Yeah, please continue. Well, I'm saying our industry has actually made the right moves. Now, when it comes to things like even a bark, okay, there was a you know was a phase where you know things went a little off the rails, and I don't want to you know, go into that. But I'm you know happy that we have you know very nice leaders there now. who who are known for their knowledge and their integrity and i agree with you 100% that measurement is all important only because it's an accountability factor okay if i am paying you anything i have the right to know how much of the bang is there for this buck now obviously on the other hand i said see the human ingenuity will always you know work a little around all these things and circumvent it hmm as and when it can and it does and we all know those instances yeah to massive extents of 20 to 25% of the annual addicts however i feel i agree with you there is a need for all arms of the industry okay whether it is the advertiser on the one hand who ought to take a lot more interest in it because it's her money or the media on the other hand who owes it right. to the advertiser and of course the agencies who are apparently studying the media and advising the advertiser correct okay so all three of them owe it to themselves to actually you know get their act together especially when it comes to as you rightly said ott radio this that and many more new things will come technology is now throwing up wonderful new things and each of these will be of course monetized as they ought to be so i think yes there is a need for a little more uh, introspection first you know for a while only because i think you know that ought not to take time but action on these on these fronts absolutely whichever industry event you go to whether it's a radio event or a, or a television event or a print event or news event or this that or the other okay they never get up and after all the discussions and talking heads and you know all the wisdom that is spewed across and very smart things said they do not end the day with a little agenda of a submission to the government actionable points we suggest this is required we also offer our own services as consultants to the government as advisors to the government and we are here to give you whatever intellectual and executionary kind of bandwidth that we have never does that happen no but my i have another you know take on that please is that i feel you know what is the role of the government in this and nothing and i feel you know what 
in fact and keep them out and you are okay all the things that we do are in spite of the government not on account of the government and we do not want the government to be looking over us our our you know shoulders and advising us let them you know attend to their work you know there's a lot of work that they have to do and they have not done this is what i say in the other in you know, a half of my life the ngo you know sector social sector i ask one thing that look there are so many ngos small and big who are doing a marvelous job has anyone actually paused and and said but you know why are they there at all if we are doing a pretty good job in about seven uh, you know of these you know of these you know municipal schools we are actually doing the job of the state government it is their job to do it since they don't do it we do it if we are doing a job which is appreciated for poor elders inside you know mumbai why are we doing it again it is the job of the government to ensure they have you know good food they have good uh, medical facilities they do not so it needs us why do i spend so much time in in 37 you know villages here and you know ask about electricity and and safe drinking water and all these things it's not my job really it is their job and because they do not do it we do it i'm glad there are people like you who do it all of us have to do it so also a responsibility i would say but i respect the fact that you know the government cannot just absolve itself of its responsibility and i don't think it does that also it needs nudges and frauds for instance uh, look at ad fraud for instance you know there is so much of ad fraud i just want to come to that uh, there are two parts to this if i may just to add to what you said and you were very 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 right that uh, we have to the industry has to sit up and take notice you look at ad fraud uh, two parts to the puzzle or to the whole problem one is the ignorant marketer who does not understand where and how to catch ad fraud how to hold an agency accountable how and what kind of measurement to demand and the other side of course like you said the industry needs to get together and perhaps i mean i'm you didn't say this but it would lead to the creation of better measurement metrics that everybody can use across the board so both these things have to be done corporates and marketing teams are not checking with their own teams what do you understand about programmatic what do you understand about ad fraud what do you know about brand safety i mean you know one of the top the biggest the grandfather of all media buying in india told me that 25% of about you know ad fraud is par for the course anyways that is his view and i hold him also in very very high esteem so won't name anybody uh, but that's what is important small point may i say though that you know many years ago our agency canco invited hdfc limited you know who was our our important client to audit our books every year okay meaning entries related to them of course okay wow and hdfc limited did it for around 6 years and said yaar i'm sure you are in honest you know i've got other things to do amazing amazing see that is leading by example that is the kind of precedent that needs to be set you know years ago a guy called chomitro he used to have something called cso partners and they would audit every non not for profit companies annual results and give awards for that so you know what you've said preceded even that uh, kind of audit of the ngo books but this is amazing also i'll tell you hmm. that you know if you had to you know conclude a big deal you know with the media house hmm. or hdfc life hmm. that to our account after all the the negotiations were done hmm. in my office you would have you know times of india's uh, you know response head hmm. you would have me hmm. and you'll have hdfc life's cmo okay all three and i stress this point all three i think all was you know one of the very few agencies who would you know do this and iron out all the points of the of the deal to get the best possible bang for the buck for your client in front of his cm exactly so 
Wow. So none of the clients ever, you know, had to look over their shoulder. Wonderful. Wonderful, Ramesh. Really gives me the goosebumps, believe me, because in today's day and age where people are crying for commissions and they need to, I mean, businesses have to run, they have to be profitable. But this kind of transparency, this kind of virtually wearing it on your sleeve as a mission, vision, value, not to show the world, but to internalize within your teams and say, this is how we work. We are good people. We want to and like to work with good people. And that is really an amazing thing. You said that, and this is again another uh, part of the citation, I think, if I'm not mistaken, from the AFA, a recent one, says he always, Ramesh always believes that what is good is good for business. And you're a strong advocate of using communication as a force of good. So you want to tell me a little bit more about that and why every professional across the spectrum, across, you know, sectors, subsectors, verticals, functions, levels, must internalize these two thoughts, right? One, of course, is uh, three thoughts. One is always remain knowledgeable and humble like you are. And the second and the third, I think, is what is good is good for business and uh, using communication as a force for good. Tell me about these three. I'll start with a very personal thing. It's not exactly the answer to this. I will, you know, come to the answer in a minute. You know, throughout my ad agency life, I never asked a client up front, what is the budget? Okay. And our agency was once reported, you know, by a a leading, you know, journal as, you know, that it's probably the most, I think, profitable advertising agency at that time in the country. Okay. And still, I reiterate, we had all these people in the room, you know, for every deal. Okay. Now, uh, when we went across Asia as a part of the AFA team, we heard everywhere they said that the advertising agency business is having a hard time. We are not able to attract talent. Okay. Because we can't afford to pay Hmm. well. Hmm. And uh, the advertisers and the marketers, you know, squeeze us. And so we have, you know, absolutely, you know, wafer thin margins and we aren't able to attract people. And also we have a slight image problem in the ad agencies. Okay. So, you know, in my acceptance speech of the three years of eyes lifetime achievement award. Hmm. Okay. I had said this even then. I had a chance to implement a thing last year though, after all these years, nine years, is that I had said, even then, people were saying, you know, margins are down, this, that and the other. And I said, look, here I am on this stage. And on my left is the then three years of vice president, Arvind Sharma. And on my right is the president-elect, you know, who will be the next president, Ambi Parmesh. Okay, Ambi. Okay. And I said, I know a fact that both these guys are IIM grads. Hmm. Now, I want to ask you all one thing. that Do you think that when Arvind Sharma hmm. or an Ambi you know, got out of an IIM Ahmedabad or an IIM Calcutta, they were not able to get another job? All the IIM grads are 100% placed in good marketing jobs. Why did these guys and an Anil Kapoor and an Arun Nanda all these people, why did they opt into the advertising agency line? Hmm. It was not on account of the money. It was not on account of the fact that they weren't able to get another job. They were excited by the field they were in. And so they came and they did well. What is missing now is that the advertising agency line is not seen as an exciting place to be in for young people. Hmm. On the one hand, you have young people who are now asking hirers, are you equal opportunity hire? They are asking marketers, are you kind to the environment? Wow. They are asking all these questions and they don't mind paying a little extra in order to make sure that all of these aspects are okay. Lovely. On the other hand, keep in mind, all the all the brands that you know of, all the brands, Pavan, some you know, good brands that you know of. Who actually, you know, positioned them in that way? It's the ad agencies. Every brand in the world you know 
was positioned by an advertising agency. Absolutely. Then why aren't we able to position ourselves? Right. Well said. And that is why we came up with the idea of this Change Makers for Good Award. Where we said, this is not an advertising agency that, yes, of course, he, he you know, it's that he also, you know, helps to sell, you know, services and goods. Hmm. However, you know, think about it. Do you know of any other industry, any other industry in the world that can change mindsets towards domestic violence and about you know, gender sensitivity? Do you know of any other agency in the world industry that can actually create messaging that has rid the world of dreaded you know, diseases like, for example, polio? It was not the vaccine. It was not accepted. Advertising delivered the vaccine. If not, you just have the vaccine and you can, you know, uh, you know, store it at home. Hmm. These are wonderful things that these guys have been doing. And we need to actually highlight those and position our industry people, not as advertising agency, but also change makers for good. We have only four awards. It's not, you know, across 18, 18 in the categories and all that. And one of those awards is Game changer of the year, industry leader. You know why? Because you immediately think that an advertising agency guy is all about you know commercials and he will squeeze the media well and he'll do this, that and the other. Okay? Tonight, September 1st, you will see the industry leader of the year, game changer award at the IAA awards. And you will also hear as to what this man has done. Mm. Okay. And yes, you know him as XYZ. You know that he's a, that, you know, he was a great, you know, media leader. You know that he, he heads the largest advertising, uh, network in India, you, and in Asia, it seems, South Asia. And he heads 25 organizations. He heads, you know, 10,000 people. But there are a lot of things about him that you will hear. That you have not heard and you should have heard a long time ago. That's where you just said we do not position ourselves well enough. Exactly. And so, so now I've got my answer words, to I, the advocacy of using communication as a force for good. Beautifully rounded up. Yeah, absolutely. And you were saying something. I'm sorry, I interrupted the last part. No, no. So I so I feel that as long see, we are expected to sell you know, socks and automobiles and all that. Fine. However, I feel that if we can also highlight the unique, you know, features that are there in our industry and in our individuals in our industry, I feel we will be a more exciting space to work in and you'll find smart kids running into your office. Just two weeks back, the AFA new age leadership uh, program was held. 25 kids from our industry. Okay. Kids meaning under 30. From our, from our industry were to go on a three day, four night multi-city tour. You know, it was meant to be experiential, inspirational, all of that is great. And to learn on the way, this, that and the other. Mm. And there was a fee fixed for it, of course, because you know it costs to to like spend on all these things. And at the at the last moment, you know, chairman of of the advert uh, of the AFA said that look, if the advertising uh, council of India has money, why are we asking them to pay for this? Eh? If we are saying this is all about you know future leaders, you know, shouldn't we be investing in them? Wonderful. And the whole thing was made absolutely free of charge. Wonderful. And I love that. And this was actually, you know, done by our friend, you know, Swami at the last moment. So these 26 kids had an amazing experience. And I'm sure that they will be able to actually give back, you know, to our industry a whole lot more than what we actually gave back to the industry in this small, you know, gesture of saying that it's free. Wonderful. So we need more of these things happening in our industry. We need to be attracting youngsters, molding youngsters, 
because it's not about molding them it's about you know molding our own our own you know future absolutely absolutely ramesh ramesh narayan i have absolutely enjoyed this conversation with you is there something else you wish i had asked you or uh, you'd like to add here before i sum up a lot of words already <laughs> <laughs> so ramesh i have enjoyed myself what did you think of your conversation on mvp the masters voice podcast oh i have enjoyed myself because all the things that you asked me are all you know things i've been actually you know passionate about wonderful so i you know might have you know talked a little more about it but not less <laughs> in fact you know pavan in ending i would like to say that the advertising trade media has an important role to play in all the things that i actually you know mentioned earlier and that you also mentioned you know i would like to place on the record that i have always said this openly that media brief as well as you know pavan have been extremely good friends of our industry and have been highlighting the right things in the right way there is obviously a, a lot of things that you all can do but you yourself are a great you know friend of our industry and i'm sure that you will in fact you know lead the charge there all the very best pavan wow ramesh you're very generous as i always said but thank you very much this is very very precious praise and uh, we will try to live up to it and come true to your uh, expectations so thank you ever 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 so much thank you very very much and you know i'm sure you know we'll have other occasions to chat that was the amazing ramesh narayan who needs absolutely no introduction leader of media marketing advertising the single most awarded person in india in all these spaces from all the multiple uh, industry bodies and associations government too who was my distinguished guest on this episode of mvp the masters voice podcast i found this conversation extremely insightful and it is one of our slightly longer episodes but i still think we could have got so much more that's the power and the beauty and the humility and the wonderful knowledge and all the insights from his wide and deep experience that only a ramesh narayan brings to the table i hope you found this conversation extremely insightful i certainly did Till we meet again in the next episode of MVP the Masters Voice podcast. This is your host and friend Pavan Archavala saying, take care, stay safe, remain knowledgeable and humble. Bye bye.